Hey, everybody. Welcome to Risky Business. I'm Kathy Kaler. And I'm Bliss Landon. Welcome to our episode. Um, we are just, uh, again, excited about a cool show coming up. Absolutely. This is fun. Very fun. And, and they all seem to have something to do with the brain. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. How are we getting that? I, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, we're, we're lacking <laughs> we're in that needing, department we're and we're needing some brain information. Yeah. Yeah. Very but exciting. Isn't that cool? I mean, yeah. I, I like it. Well, it fits into everything that we have have been talking about with all of our other episodes. Yes. And hopefully you are tuning in. Uh, follow us on our YouTube channel because we are posting every Monday. We get a new uh, episode that will be uh, with an exciting guest. And, and it really has kind of been the thread, if you think about it. Yeah. Right? Just about uh, how, you know, how we can do better, how mm-hmm. we can feel better, um, perform better, you know, just do everything better. And what, what kind of healing do we need to go through or what kind of tools do we need to learn to navigate our way through this thing called life? Right. Right. And, right. We're not, and it's not too late to learn these things. No, it's not. Cause I'm no spring chicken. Uh, <laughs> Please. however, Please. we can always learn and absolutely. And, you know, we really do focus, um, well, at least your background is, is, is tech and and you know we're we're talking about kids and and devices but all of this other stuff that comes comes around it how we're yeah. living our lives how we're sleeping how we're de-stressing and eating it's all related well and and then we're going you know where we've done this now pivot to you know for kids anyway where they're going back to school mm-hmm. but it's not exactly the same I don't know that no. it ever will be and uh what does that look like and and you know how are things going and what have they learned what are they lacking and right. how do we move forward and so the guest that we're having today is going to give us some great tools on that exact thing mm-hmm. uh, on how we help our kids to navigate this new way of online learning or or using their learning devices and what that looks like and how we can uh, help them to perform better in this new hybrid way of learning, right. which is kind of new. You know, it's, it's, it's different. Very it's very yeah. new to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very new to me. Well, we would love to um, introduce our guest. We're very excited to have Dr. Terry Lindsay. She's a licensed educational psychologist. She's the founder of Brain Matters and author of Measuring Up. Her website is brainmatters.com and that's B-R-A-I-N. So glad I can spell that. Uh, <laughs> Matters, M-A-T-T-E-R-Z. Com. Oh, that's important. The Z. On the end. <laughs> Terry, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you, Terry. We're so we're so interested in how you got started in this whole industry. You have a, a, a quite a history on you know where you started and where you are today. I did. I I was a uh, basketball coach and oh. a PE teacher. Oh that's my gosh. I love it. I love it. Yes. That's my background. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So I, when I found out that brains and the body or muscles train exactly the same, I thought, gosh, I could, 
I could do this, you know, if I was, uh, if I could win in basketball and I could train them to do that, the brain trains exactly the same way. And so I just went back to school and um, gathered all that new brain research and then developed a program around it. So I went from being a head coach to a head coach. Right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. amazing. Where, that. where were you, t- where were you coaching? I was coaching at Beverly Hills High School. Oh, no way. My dad went there. And my husband went there. Really? <laughs> not, Look at same, us. not at the same time. <laughs> Your husband is not as old as my dad. <laughs> well, that's small great. world, that's what wow, it is. Wow. It is. Oh, that's so cool. Well, tell us about Brain Matters. So at Brain Matters, we train the brain exactly the way an athlete would train for excellence. So there's fundamental skills that you need for a sport, say, Mm -hmm. let's just say tennis, right? So you have a forehand and a backhand and a serve. Mm -hmm. You have to have those perfected if you're going to be good at tennis, right? Right. Would you agree? Absolutely. So there are fundamental skills in learning that have to be optimized. Um, Visual processing speed, how you take it in through your eyes, attention, that ability to attend to something. Um, Auditory processing. Can you listen to what the teacher's saying and hold on to that information? If even one of those fundamental skills is not working optimally, then learning becomes hard. And if it's hard, they don't want to do it. Even right. if they're very smart, they can still have one of these areas of the brain not, not optimized and, and learning can be difficult for them. And is that something that you're, you have found can be from birth or from uh, some type of event that has taken place in in a child's life. You know what? It can be it can be nurture or nature or both, mm-hmm. or it could be concussions mm-hmm. or you know all of these things along the way. Um, everything in the brain is practice. So what you practice is what you hardwire. So parents ask me all the time, you know, is it okay for Jimmy to watch? you know, eight hours of video games. And I'll say, sure, if that's what you want to hardwire. But if you want to hardwire reading, writing, and math, we probably better be practicing those things. <laughs> those things as well too. Yeah. Okay. Right. So how does it, how does it work when you uh, take on a, 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 a client or a patient? Well, the first thing we do is get a baseline, just like you would in sports, right? If you were going to have them come to tryouts, you'd want to see the baseline. Where are they? Mm -hmm. Right. And then you want to find out where they want to be. And then we uh, come up with a plan to get them there. So the the baseline, is that a test or or how do you you figure out what the baseline is? It is. It's a basic standardized IQ test. And with that, you get visual processing speed, working memory, attention, verbal comprehension, um, all of that comes to that one small little 45-minute test. Okay. And then I can look at that and say, okay, gosh, this is great here. And this might be a little weak and we probably need to optimize that. And then we take them through the program. It takes 20 hours to retrain the brain. And I, and just 20 hours. And I tell the kids all the time, if we could change your whole life in 20 hours, would you do it? And they're like, yeah, you know, and how intensive a process is it? Like how many hours a week do you work on it to get through to the the 20 hours? I need to see them at least four in the week, four Four hours. hours. Oh, so it's pretty intense then. That's a lot, right? It is. It is. So 
if they, but we do it in the summer, say like at Santa Barbara, we do it at Kate School and we do it at Brain Lab. So we do four hours a day for five days. And then at the end, I retest those areas just to, so parents can see the progress. The students are already feeling it. Wow. So, um, and then some kids do it during the year and they'll do, you know, two sessions during the week, or they might do a Saturday and Sunday session because they're so busy at school during the week. So um, it's really a pretty short process when you think about how effective it is. Wow. And what, what, like, what percentage does it work? I mean, what's your success rate? I can only think of two students in the thousands and thousands that maybe I didn't help because behavior, there was a level of behavior that I couldn't penetrate. So anytime a student comes and they give their best effort in those 20 hours, we're going to change their brain. It just, there's just no way around that. Just like if you went to the gym for 20 straight hours and you worked on a certain muscle group, you were going to change that muscle group. That's right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Might it's be muscle. really yeah. sore afterwards, but it's <laughs> yeah, going to change. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So um, we've had clinical trials. It's, uh, it's proven to be effective, but it's fun. And when something is fun, that's when the amygdala in the brain is wide open. And when it's wide open, learning becomes fast, you know, and that's why they always say, you know, gosh, if you can make it, um, if teachers can make it fun in the classroom, right? right, right. Well, that's, that's why you want that to happen. You know, PE teachers make it fun, right? Right. And so we it, did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And coaches make it fun and coaches have known this for years. So, you know, if you can just coach in a classroom you know, that's just so helpful. That's great. Now, what, what's the optimal age for this program to go through? What we do don't say? work with anyone younger than six. And the oldest I've ever worked with was a, um, an, a actually an FBI agent that was 99, a previous FBI. <laughs> wow. FBI Wait. That was 99. Yeah. yeah so that was, was a question that I was having. So I, I, I sort of know we're never too old, right? But you know how they say, if you want to learn a language, learn it when you're young, it is mm -hmm. more challenging and difficult as an adult. Yeah. But what are you seeing as changes we can do in our mid fifties? Oh gosh, neuroplasticity goes throughout life. And that just means the ability of the brain to change through experience, oh, experience. <laughs> Yeah. So that that's the great news. Now we know that we can raise IQ. We know that we can impact the brain um, at any level. You just have to make sure that you're practicing the right thing. See, everything in the brain is practice. If you're practicing the wrong things, you will move yourself in another direction. If you're practicing the right things, then you'll move yourself towards your goals. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let, let's say, let's say that I, that I want to be a writer. I need to write, right? I mean, it, it's that, that's a brain function, right? Because you're, you're writing. So you want to constantly be writing to get better at it. Or if I'm a reader, I need to constantly be reading or like how much time do you put into something that you're very interested in, but you're not really doing it right now? Okay, so for writing and reading, there are underlying fundamental skills for those. Okay, so your visual processing speed and your eye hand need to be fast, right? Because you need to get in writing, you need to get it from your brain down to the paper. Right. You can right. 
great ideas, but if you can't get them on paper, you can't be a writer. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So there are fundamental skills that we would speed up at Brain Matters to make writing easier for you. And then your practice of writing becomes more enjoyable. See, I Does that make want to do it? I knew you were going to say that. I just, yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. And reading as well, because if you can't take in visual information very quickly, then especially for, for our students, if they don't, if they can't take it in quickly, then reading's not fun and they don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm talking to parents a lot and I'll say, does he, does he hate movies with subtitles? And she'll say, and mom will say, oh, he hates them. And, and see, those are just clues for me that, that he can't take in information very quickly through his right. brain, right. Right, right? Through his eyes. And so when that, when we speed that up for them and it becomes more fun, then I would say the one thing I hear most often from parents is, oh my gosh, he's reading for pleasure. She's reading for pleasure. Wow. You know, she sat down the other day and started reading the newspaper. Wow. You know, and yeah. things like that. And so I think, and reading bleeds into everything we do in life. Well, of course. Right? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And so um, I just think it's, I just think it's really important that our kids enjoy learning because we want them to be lifelong learners. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. We are. Is that like right? we, we are. Yeah. That. Exactly. Yeah. We want that. Point. Do you find, um, you know, with, with kids who are, um, you know, if, if they're 10 right now, they've had a device in their hands most of their life. And yes. even I have kids who are in their 20s. So much is information pushed to them. Um, is there anything beneficial on the phone? And even for myself, you know, some of these games or Sudoku or anything like that is, do you recommend anything like that that is, is good kind for of your brain? memory yeah, building and good for your brain? Well, so first of all, I recommend a balance of screen time yes. and pen to paper and other things, right? Uh, because if everything was if everything was meant to be done on a computer, Olympic athletes would train on Wii. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so first of all, that balance is good. Um the problem with the screen and computer brain training has been in the past, and there may be something new in research lately, I, I haven't seen it, but it's that ability to transfer it to the classroom. So you do it on the screen and you get better on the screen, but then you try to sit down and write or read in the classroom a, a regular book and those things, and it's not transferring. So that's one of the things in the Brain Matters program that we've made sure is happening, that we're doing the things that they're actually going to, the way they're going to do it in the classroom so that when they get in the classroom, it's transferring to that. Got it. Um, are there good things online? There's great vocabulary things and, and things like that. Um, but when it comes to the brain games, um, they're fun but they don't always transfer to the classroom. And that's, you know, that's what I actually, what the research tells us so far. Do you work with um, children with any learning disabilities like autism or um, dyslexia or any of that? Tons. Really? Now it's interesting because 
typically <clears throat> what gravitates to the program are kids who are wanting to get into certain colleges or they're wanting to raise their SAT mm-hmm. and their ACTs, or they're wanting to just, <clears throat> you know, they know they're smart, but they've got one little area of the brain. They know that that's not working up to their potential. So they, they're coming in, but we've had several kids come through the program that were in special ed in public schools that are not in special ed anymore. Wow. That's amazing. That's right. That's great. Yeah. So, so it's a good tool for any kid really. It is. It's it's a great tool for anyone to go through. You know, I have an adult program and you know, they're, they're very fun because it's not quite as intense, right? You're not, you're, you're trying to get something back with the adults. Um, but they're not necessarily, you know, having to do test taking and all of those things like our kids are having to do where you have to be a little bit more intense with them. But the the adult groups we have so much fun with because, you know, people are laughing at themselves. They're like, oh, my God, I, you know, <laughs> I, I think my IQ dropped 10 points. Or, you know, <laughs> I'll talk about that. And, it, and it's very fun. Oh, that's that's great. What about so what what about students who say, um, you know, or, or they get good grades? Let's say they get decent grades. They're an A-B student. But but they have a really hard time taking a test. Mm-hmm. Haven't you heard that? Like, yes. like I, like I can do so well, but I'm a terrible test taker. I've heard that. I think I even may have said that, you know, during the time I was in school, but I hear it from my son and you know what, so what is that problem or what did they need to work on to solve that? Well, test taking requires working memory and visual processing speed. And here's what I hear from kids all the time. I studied and studied, and then I sat down to take the test, and it's just gone. It right. evaporated. <laughs> it's like me. I didn't study at all. Couldn't do it. I remember feeling right? that way for sure. Yeah. And so it's a combination of making sure the student is studying in the way that their brain processes. That's number one. And then the second thing is that capacity to hold on to information in the brain that, and not let it evaporate, that's where we'd be working on that working memory and visual memory. We'd be making sure that they were able to hold on to it so it doesn't evaporate in the test. Because if it does, because anytime you're feeling stressed, mm-hmm. one side of the brain stops talking to the other side, oh, right? Okay. And so now not only do you have information evaporating, now you've got the anxiety of, oh no, oh no. Right. And so they're feeling this double whammy on them. So we speed up their visual processing speed so that the anxiety goes away. And then we increase that capacity to hold on to information after they study. And then we make sure that they're studying it the correct way, make sure that they know how they should be studying. So with all of those things coming into play and then mom and dad knowing, oh, you know what, Jimmy, you should be studying this way. Remember what Dr. Lindsay said? You know, so with all of that, then they become much better test takers and they don't dread it, you know? Yeah. Can you share, like when you say speed up, like what does that look like? Are you one-on-one with them? Are you, is there something you're doing physically with them or are they on paper or is it like, here's a tray of stuff, memorize it and take it away. Like, how do you do it? How do you do it? We're working. So they there's, there are lots of ways they can work. They can work 
one on one with us, or okay. they can get come in a brain lab, which we take eight students in a brain lab, and they're at a long, long table. We have brain cards, and one of the things the kids love is we have brain cards, and on the cards there are numbers, shapes, colors, and letters. Okay, and they're all on each card. Right. They're okay. all different. OK. And so they have to categorize them as quickly as they can into, say, numbers first. So all the ones, all the twos, the threes, the fours, fives, eight, as quickly as they can. And I'm timing them and we have their clipboards. And so we're writing down their time. And then I say, pick up the cards, shuffle them. And now we're going to go to colors. Now you have to put them in the six colors. And then then they pick up the cards again. They shuffle them. And now we're going to time them. They're going to do shapes. So see that cognitive flexibility Uh, and you can hear the kids going, oh, wait, what are we doing? Are we on on colors? You know, and and so they're, they're doing these cards as fast as they can. And um, they love it because it's, it's fun for them to do it. And we're timing them and then we'll tell, tell them, say, okay, uh, Johnny, you have to beat 45. Susie, you have to beat 38. So now they're competing against their own brains. But they're also in that brain lab where they can see that, wow, you know, Susie's putting her cards down fast. I better pick it up. Just like an athlete. athlete yeah. yeah. Competing. You can do that, right? Mm-hmm. And so the competition is with oneself. However, they also have that group in there that's raising their level of play, so to speak, Um as we'd say in coaching, right? So we want to raise that. And then as soon as they master it, we add another level of difficulty. So maybe this time, now we're going to add music, right? Or maybe we're going to add some type of distraction. Now they have to beat their time with that. So um, it's funny because they'll say, when we get in the classroom and you're not there trying to distract us, it's like a piece of cake, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So it really teaches them to focus. And and I see that you've... um, there's labs all over the place. You got a lab in Mumbai. We did. We yes. Before wow. COVID, we were we were there, and we're at Stanford, Stanford, and UCLA. Typically, this year, COVID, they're not le- allowing uh, people on their campus in person yet, mm-hmm. um, but they will for 2022. And then, but we're at Kate School. We're at Sierra Canyon School. Oh, so um, I know that's we're cool. at we're at any school that that wants us to come for the summer. And of course they've been calling left and right this summer. Um, we're in New York, we're in Manhattan. So, um, you know, we're everywhere. Try to try to have as many as we can to, to let kids access them. You know, we want to, want to make sure we went to China, you know, once that was, that was fun. Um, so So is this a program that you pay for? Do the, do the parents have to pay for this? The parents do pay for it. And how much, how much does it cost? Well, it's typically, it, it, it kind of depends um, whether we're scholarshipping some or whether or not. So it could be anywhere from uh, $2,500 for the 20 hours all the way up, depending what the parents want. If they're wanting mental health with it, if they're wanting fitness with it, they have all these add-ons oh. um, that they can put on. And then after they have so many at a school, so let's say a school sends three students or five students or whatever, then they'll let me know. And then we'll scholarship um, a kid, a student of their choice, oh, you know, maybe okay. a student who 
whose parents can't afford to send them or something. And then the school will say, yeah, we'd like for, you know, Sally to go through the program uh, on scholarship. So we try to scholarship as, as many as we can. Um, We haven't, we don't have that nonprofit part of our program set up, which I'm, I'm hoping to do, but, um, but we try to make it feasible for, for most students to go through it. And it's going to be in person this summer. It's not going to be online. It's definitely in person. We have both. So oh, we you have, have both. Okay. We have it virtually and we, we have it virtually and we also have it in person, but most people are really excited about I'm sure us being person. Back in person. Oh it's yeah. More fun. Yeah. Uh, and I think when we have it at Kate, we're even going to add like the climbing wall and the obstacle courses. And so that kids can get some fitness as well, because Fantastic. what, what fitness does for the body is a drop in the bucket compared to what it does for the brain. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was going to say, you know, a lot of times in, in, uh, I guess we call it preventative health and being proactive. Yes. And I always like to, to put the phrase pay now or pay later. Because, (laughs) you know, it's really true. It's, it's, there's so much when we decide not to do things to improve, to um, enhance, to kind of get that quality of life. um, Now, it's going to add up later. And so, you know, I, I love what we can do. And this is, this is so, uh, it's really extraordinary yeah. to kind of see what is available and to help kids who with something so small, like I just think about my son who doesn't like to read. Yeah. Well, I'm figuring you from you today, he's just not processing. He might love to read. He might, he might. Hmm. And I, you know, I tell kids all the time because I never want them to think that there's something wrong with them. Yeah. So yeah. I tell them all the time, you've got a, you have a BMW brain. We're going to get you in for a tune-up. We're going to get you back out on the road. And and I tell parents all the time, if you don't maintain your car, eventually it's going to break down. Right, right. And everything else, right? Our bodies, all of that. And the brain is no different. And the brain is the epicenter for everything. So this is really something we all need to be paying attention to. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing and and yeah. just kind of bringing your whole program and your experience uh, and just your also the way you speak about it is so uh, enlightening and and it just makes it like I want to do it. I know. I, I mean, <laughs> you have so much you have so much passion for what you're doing and that's yeah. so I mean, you can just see it all over your face. You you are so happy with what you're doing. That's just incredible. And I'm sure you're really making a difference out there. And I think it's wonderful. I, I want to take it. Agreed. Let's take it. <laughs> and is the uh, website brainmatterswithaz.com, is that the best place for people to get information, ask you questions? It okay. is. And they can, they can sure. call and I'm happy to talk to them on the phone. And that's probably when parents like it best when they can just ask questions yeah. and I can. Yeah. Is there, is there a list of schools where you are and in a schedule for the summer out and all that? Okay. It's so on the great. website. Curious. Sure Thanks right. for making it so much fun guys. Uh, oh. Thank you. Thanks for being on our show. We really appreciate it and good luck to everything you're doing and just keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Okay. Dr. Another Terry Lindsay. Bye. So- 
just so inspiring. Wow. wow. Very like, much so. Yeah. We have a lot of brain uh, work to do. We do. <laughs> we have so many this, things to do. Between, we, yes. Right? Just so many things to do. I, I don't know. We got to get a jump on it. But it makes you re- realize that it's really important to think about your brain in, in, in a way other than just, like, I just kind of think we don't think about it. Like you think about your heart, you think about your yeah. muscles, but I've been trying brains. to make a point of reading more. I think, mm-hmm. I think I feel better when I do. And there's something about picking up a book and, and just diving into it. And I think a lot of our kids are not doing that right now. Yeah. And, um, they may be getting further away from it and they need to get back to that. And this would be a great program for them to go through, to get re-inspired, to read. Yeah. Books are so incredible. I mean, and, and my son too does not like to read. So it was such an escape for me when I was a kid. I know. Like I loved getting into a book. Yeah. It is an escape. I like doing it now. Yeah. Yeah, It's a great escape. I remember something so vivid when I was, you know, you know, I did the today show for so many years and I became very close with Katie Couric and I went over to her house one day and in her kitchen, she had this big blackboard and every day there was a new word. Oh, that's and there cool. was a def- the definition and her kids were a little bit older than mine, but at the time they were probably grade school or junior high. But, you know, it was a, it was a family practice uh-huh. that they learned, that they a, learned new a new word, word every day. That's to cool. keep expanding your vocabulary. That's good. Right. It's like I failed. Let's get, I gotta, I gotta do more. Let's do it. Do you think my, my, my 26 year old and my 24 year old would think I was crazy if I started sending them words every day. No. <laughs> Just blame it on me. That's oh, <laughs> Kathy. Anyway. But no, there's, I know there's so many things you can do. Yeah. I, I, this is exciting. But that's why we're doing. We're inspiring. That's right. We're inspired and we hope you are getting inspired. Exactly. <laughs> and it's fun to have guests like that on it that just, you don't even know these things exist. Right. 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 So brain matters, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the website is B R A I N matters M A T T E R and then there's a Z so brainmatters.com. You can get all that information, summer programs, telephone number to call for more questions if you might have for Dr. Terry Lindsay. Um, really extraordinary. Yeah. And if you got questions for us, don't hesitate. Please reach out to us. Um, we're at Risky Business at CoverageQueens.com. Our website is CoverageQueens.com. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got all of our episodes there as well as on our website, but uh, come subscribe. We'd love to have you. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll right. see you again next time. Bye-bye.